My name is Stephen Harrison. I am a gastroenterologist and hepatologist, visiting professor of hepatology at Oxford University in the UK, as well as medical director of Pinnacle Clinical Research in San Antonio, Texas. Three take-home messages for clinicians about the overall management of NAFLD are, number one, be aware that, that this disease is highly prevalent in your community and be aware of what those risk factors are. And then furthermore, be in tune to how, how, we, how they should be evaluated. And, and that's still one point, but let me break that down. So just to reiterate, metabolic syndrome, if you wanted to go after the low-hanging fruit, patients that have metabolic syndrome, particularly diabetic and hypertensive, are the low-hanging fruit. These people are at high risk of having not only fatty liver, but non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, that fatty hepatitis that, that leads to fibrosis and can lead down the road to cirrhosis. The second part of that is trying to get at a further evaluation of that patient. I think that, that would be critical. So again, some of these three take-home messages, number one, focusing on, on the at-risk population. Number two, what kind of tests do we need to do? Well, I would say get a set of liver enzymes. And then if you can get a fiber scan, getting that yourself or partnering with a gastroenterologist or liver doc in your community that has that, and, and particularly if it's a portable scan that can come to your place or you can send patients to their place, I think that would be, that would be really important. And then number three, realize that while there is no FDA-approved treatment for this liver disease, there are over 40 clinical trials being conducted in the U.S. now uh, for patients with, with fatty liver. And a lot of these look really, really promising. So I would say there is hope and there is things that you can do. So if you worked up a patient that came into your office today and you said, okay, you have diabetes, you have high blood pressure, you're overweight, uh, we're going to check you for fatty liver I would say get a set of liver enzymes, and, and if you have access to a fiber scan, get that. If you don't have access to a fiber scan, at least get a right upper quadrant ultrasound. Because if they have elevated liver enzymes and fatty liver, that's a patient that you would probably want to refer. Now, let me dive into that just a little bit more because I failed to mention this previously. If the AST is greater than 20, that is actually a, a marker of fibrosis. So when you get your set of liver enzymes, if that AST is higher than 20 and ideally higher than 30 and they have an, uh, an, a fatty liver on ultrasound, that's a patient worth referring. If you have access to a fibro scan and the fibro scan is greater than 8.5 on the KPA and the CAP score is greater than 280, I would say regardless of what the liver enzymes look like, I would refer that patient on for further workup. Now, that might mean that they need a liver biopsy. It might mean that we get an MRI, or it might mean that we talk to them about a clinical trial where all that would be done at no cost to the patient under the, the guise of the clinical trial. So I would say there, there's a lot happening in this, in this space. Uh, we first have to start with disease awareness. We have to come alongside our primary care docs and help them recognize the at-risk patient. And not only that, then we have to say, 
okay, I've got an at-risk patient. Now what do I do to evaluate them? And we teach them what those tools are. And then number three, okay, I've got an at-risk patient. Now I've got data to suggest that, that they do have fat in their liver and that they may have MASH. What do I do then? And then help guide them on how to refer that patient to a place where they can continue the workup either for the purposes of just defining the severity of disease, in other words, a liver biopsy or an MRI, or referral for a clinical trial. I think that's kind of where we're at. It's an exciting time in this field. We are really on the verge of, of having treatments for this liver disease. In fact, the first drug has completed its phase three trial, met its primary endpoint on improvement in fibrosis, and is likely to be FDA approved sometime in the first half of 2020. So lots of drugs coming behind that one. That's just the first one out of the gate. But we're also learning a lot about, you know, who's at risk for this disease? Who should we be really focusing on? And maybe just as importantly, we're learning non-invasive tests that can predict the severity of disease. So one day we can get away from doing liver biopsy. I'll end there. And, uh, and I just want to say thank you for letting me bring this update to you on fatty liver today.